Hello and welcome to On Board with Cruise Passenger, a podcast series for people who choose to cruise and those considering a cruise holiday. I'm Rose Jacobs from Cruise Passenger. My last cruise experience was aboard the Majestic Princess in Australia. Hi, I'm Peter Lynch, editor of Cruise Passenger, and my last cruise was aboard the Viking Delling in Provence, France. And I'm Bernadette Chua, Cruise Passenger's content editor. My last cruise was on CMV Columbus in Japan. So basically, we're talking to you about the latest ships, reviews, destinations, and more. And we tell you how to get the best deals and take full advantage of your cruise holiday. Our first podcast is about sustainability. I know, <laughs> I know, not sounding very sexy. Or no, pinky. no, it's the way you say it, Peter. <laughs> it's really all about the future of cruising. And if that doesn't get your attention, how about a free 13-day New Zealand cruise on the Ruby Princess, which is worth almost $7,000? Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty darn awesome prize, hey, Rosie? Uh-huh, not bad. And it's for two guests on board the Ruby Princess for her first season down under. Yeah, we've just finished a magazine called New Wave about all the work being done by cruise lines to help maintain the oceans and the rivers of the planet. Sounds amazing. The Mm. prize is part of that. Yep. So you basically set sail from Sydney and I love this. You get to go through all of these stunning areas of New Zealand's Bay of Islands, Auckland, Tauranga, Napier, Wellington, all the towns that are really hard to say, (laughs) like Akaroa, and then Dunedin, before you sail off into the Fiordland National Park. How exotic. The prize, <laughs> the prize includes 13 days on board the Ruby Princess in a balcony stateroom. Fabulous food by famous chefs, great entertainment, taxes, fees, and even $200 of onboard spending money. Bernadette, are you drooling? I'm absolutely yeah. frothing at the mouth. <laughs> but you know what, guys? The best thing about this cruise is that if you enter, you're actually helping to save the planet. Yes. It's easy to enter. Just head to our website, cruisepassenger.com.au slash competitions and tell us your best green travel trip. It's actually that easy. And for me, because I'm a mum, I travel a lot. I've got a few tips up my sleeve. Mm. Uh, for example, when I travel, I own, I only take the biodegradable plastic bags for things like the nappies or biodegradable baby wipes and things like that. That's my little thing that I do. And that massively makes a difference as well, doesn't it, Rosie? Yeah, well, it does. I mean, think about all the plastic we use for that sort of stuff as parents. Well, yeah. the good news, I don't have to worry about nappies. Uh, and that's a heap of biodegradables, right? Oh, God. (laughs) Apart from my own. Personally, I'm very keen on spreading the good word with biodegradable jokes. Oh, dear. Have you heard the one about the recycling bin with a sign that says empty water bottles here? Yeah, you guessed. Pretty soon the bin was full of water. (laughs) So my tip is, getting back on a more serious note, I bring my own coffee cup. And um, like on land, I think the cruise line should actually give back some money as well to the passengers. Yes. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so true. Good incentive. But we're also today, we're going to be asking lots of questions just like that. How can we as people basically improve the environment over time? What can we do as passengers to help? And we'll be hearing from the likes of Steve O'Dell, boss of Norwegian Cruise Lines, Oceania and Regent Seven Seas, and Damien Perry from Herty Gruten, which has just launched the world's first battery-powered hybrid ship. 
That's pretty insane actually when you think about it. Yeah. Big changes are already underway in the cruise industry and we're dealing really seriously now with climate change and sustainability. It's a really important point for people booking their cruise. 100%. Mm. I think lots of people are starting to think about the environment when they choose their type of travel. Yeah, mm. and yes. it's stuff that we wouldn't really normally think about, things like new fuels and battery power, mm. plant-based food Plant that you can choose. Food. That sounds I know. cool. It's awesome. And shore excursions as well. I mean, really you do have a choice about what you do when you jump off the ship and how you can help the local people benefit based on the communities and what you're choosing to do. Oh, no, definitely 100%. I think a lot of the cruise companies actually feel quite hard done by, you know, the ships are so visible and, you know, you see up to thousands of passengers coming off and you'd think, oh, you know, they're just the sole responsibility for basically environmental issues. But you have to remember that the cruise industry only take up 2% of overall tourism and 1% of the marine industry. That's tiny. Really. It's yeah. actually really small. Yeah. And you so can, few people know. Mm. You can see why they're really, you know, visibly out there, but they don't really take up that much in terms of the numbers when you narrow it down like that. Definitely. So today I'm pretty excited that we are going to be speaking with Steve O'Dell, the Senior Vice President and Managing Director, Asia Pacific Region for Norwegian Cruise Lines. Hey, Steve, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Um, so, Steve, obviously we're talking about sustainability and what is the message in today's cruise market? Well, you know, as, a, as an industry, uh, I believe we, we have a, you know, a strong responsibility to, uh, to, to follow um, best practice in all areas of sustainability. In fact, I, I think we've taken a leadership role as an industry for some years already um, but this issue uh, is being stepped up even further for a number of reasons. Mm, no, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cruise represents only 1% of global shipping and 2% of world tourists. But I think that the leadership we are setting for maritime generally is to be admired because we are leading the sector. Mm. And what do you think the future of cruise looks like? You know, we see liquid natural gas ships and you know, all these amazing things that the lines are doing. So can you tell us a little bit about what NCL, Oceania and Regent are doing for the future? Yeah, we, we've really taken quite a pioneering role. I mean, we have three brands, um, 26 ships. We carry about two and a half million passengers a year. And uh, we've had sustainability um, and the environmental issues at the core of our strategy we have a whole team of people at our HQ in Miami who are dedicated only to this. And we've taken it down on a, a ship level. We have an environmental officer on every ship, making mm. sure that whatever the policy is, that it's carried out to our standards and with best practice. So we've been leading with this. I mean, there are all sorts of things we could talk about. Um, I guess probably the most prominent conversation is around plastic. Mm. Yes. You know, we, we took the step uh, almost 18 months ago now to remove plastic straws from all of our ships, or 20 or 26 ships. Uh, we also moved to remove plastic bottles from our luxury mm -hmm. ships, um, the smaller ones in our fleet. And um, we started that process about 18 months ago, and that's now complete. I think what's really exciting is we, we announced a few days ago that we're, we're going to um, remove plastic bottles from our big ships, the Norwegian Cruise Line ships. They're estimated to be over 6 million plastic bottles um, wow. every, every year mm. used by guests on those ships. Hey, <laughs> hey, Steve, I have to ask, though, apart from just removing them, um, aren't you guys doing something kind of fun with the way you're replacing them? Yes, we are. Well, we've... we've, um, we've made an agreement with a company called Just. They're a US-based company. In fact, they're 
owned by um, the American rapper and songwriter Jaden Smith. Will, he's, his, Will Smith's son, his right? Family. Yeah. 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 And basically, we are we, we're moving towards paper bottles. They're made out of 82% renewable materials, and um, they're refillable, recyclable, and they're going to replace all the plastic bottles on the NCL ships. And I'm told um, they've got sugar caps. Is that right? Yes, apparently sugar ba- <laughs> uh, sugar cane based <laughs> plastic as the caps. In fact, the interesting thing I discovered a couple of days ago was that we actually have a production unit in Ballarat that actually makes these yes. bottles in Australia. So oh, um, there's great. even a bit of local there's even a bit of local flavour in things. Go but, Ballarat, that's mm. fantastic. So obviously Oceania also have the best cuisine at sea. And I understand that a lot of the produce is locally sourced, which obviously helps local communities and, you know, obviously gives back to them. Well, I mean, this this is quite important. We obviously, went, went, with 26 ships, there's a lot of central purchasing. Mm. Um, and, you know, when we're operating seven-day cruises in rotation, of course, we are a lot less flexible. But when it comes to uh, the luxury fleet, Oceana and Regent, we do buy part of our produce locally. So, for example, um, for region particularly, you know, we buy fresh fruits, vegetables, cheeses, fish, and, you know, seafood generally. Um, and, you know, because we're quite uh, creative in the cooking styles in both those brands, we'll also buy a lot of um, native food ingredients as well. Things like wassail seeds and yeah. um, lemon myrtle and bush cucumbers, things like that. So, you know, because we're trying to create really authentic local uh, experiences when we come to destinations it's really important that we we um, source local product um, meat is mostly centrally purchased but we do uh, with Oceana I know buy local lamb we've also had discussions around increasing the amount of beef we buy from Australian producers so you know it's it's a sort of evolving thing but yeah really with the luxury brands we've we've got to be uh, authentic, we've got to be different. You know, differentiation is everything with a luxury brand. We have to be pushing forward the barriers um, and, and giving people great experiences. Well, you've, you've just made us all hungry there, I think. Yeah. I know, so, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, our final question, obviously NCL announced at the beginning of the year that they would be removing towel animals for people who requested it. This is devastating mm. news. Uh, it's devastating news for me. <laughs> but how has it been received so far by the passengers? Well, uh, it, I mean, you probably, if you read, if you read certain blogs or, you know, cruise critical, there are a lot of people who are very unhappy about it. Um, <laughs> people could still have them, but we are not with a ship of 1200 rooms or, you know, 2000 rooms. We're not doing it everywhere, every, every way. Which so, you no, know, it's a yes, sort of funny, quirky, unique yeah. feature of what we do and on board, but, um, it's still there for those who want it. You so can respect, the, yeah. That it, saving the planet has but a price. Exactly. But then people have to remember all those towels are still washed with grey water. So, you know, it's a big plus <laughs> if you don't have them. It's all right, Bern. You will get your towel, animal. <laughs> yeah, you'll get your towel. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Stephen. Lovely chatting to you. Good to chat to you too. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And if you want to find out more information about Norwegian Cruise Lines, visit ncl.com. Now, on that note, talking about things that are going to happen in the future, Peter and Byrne, I'm officially inviting you guys to join me on board my own ship of the future. 
It's wow. in the year 2030. I want you to cast your eyes forward. I've called it Le Futur. Le Futur. Le Futur. It sounds so pronounced. I know. It sounds good, <laughs> huh? Um, so basically we're going to imagine that we're 10 years in the future now on board Le Futur. Um, and I'm going to paint a picture for you. You can pretend, obviously, that I'm your captain. Reporting for duty, Captain Rose. Captain Rose. And we're going we're gonna to spend a day on board Le Futur. Mm. And I'm going to tell you about all the sustainable things that are happening on board my ship, um, which will really give us an idea of where we're actually going with our travel companies, with our planet and mm. for our passengers, you guys. Right, let's fast forward. I'm looking forward to this. Okay. <laughs> uh, imagine futuristic music. <laughs> now, on board our sustainable ship, the technology is pretty impressive. For, uh, for a start, let's imagine that we have 40% more carbon emissions efficiency than the ships back in 2019. I know that doesn't sound very exciting, but we are fulfilling our commitment that was made to the global cruise industry and we're all on board and this is a pretty big deal. 40%, you think about that, guys. That's it makes a, a massive stuff. difference, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we've done that by advancing our ship design and including the propulsion. Our vessel is also now proudly powered by LNG, liquefied natural gas. Which is pretty flash. Yeah, mm. liquefied natural gas basically cuts down the amount of carbon emissions and emits the amount of diesel that a lot of ships are using these days. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and so it. heaps of the cruise lines are dedicating making sure that they're building ships with LNG powered. It's yeah, great. There are a dozen on the docks right now. Is that right? Yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, so many ways we're really being far more energy efficient. For example, Peter, I would love to compliment you. You look very dashing under those LED lights. They always catch my good side, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bags under your eyes. No, you look great. You look great. But Burns, speaking of eyes, you could you can actually take your sunglasses off now that we're inside. I thought I was a rock star though, Rosie. You are in my eyes, but we do have tinted glass all the way throughout the ship. Um, and that actually means it minimises the solar heat that's entering the ship and that reduces our use of air conditioning. Who would have thought that actually? So cool. So cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of the things that we're doing with our energy efficiency, all our appliances. We have amazing, innovative exhaust gas cleaning systems. Oh, lovely. I know, right? You're getting pretty excited. I think they call them scrubbers. Don't, <laughs> don't no, no, talk I mean, about our passengers that they, way, Peter. No, no, they really call them scrubbers. <laughs> well, I know that it's reducing the sulfur oxide levels by 98%, Whoa. which is incredible. That's clean air for you. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, Bern, I, I noticed that you're getting a little close to the bar there. You've spotted the cocktails. I've just sidled over uh-huh. very quietly. Thank you very much. <laughs> you did the moonwalk. <laughs> so you'll be pleased to know that that margarita that you're about to start sipping on is also plastic straw free. Um, oh. It comes with a paper straw if you want a straw at all. It's all part of the plastic elimination program we have on board Le Future today. Like Steve was talking about with all of the NCL ships. Exactly. Of course, if you're a diehard drinker like me, bring your own straw. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have your name written on Very it? Very long straw. Or so just I go from the bottle right, Peter. <laughs> but while you're sipping your cocktail there, Peter, we're actually clearing plastic waste from the coral reefs underneath the ship as I we sail past. I don't believe it. No, it is. It's How true. Are you you, doing you just that. can't see it, but we are working hard <laughs> the entire time we're on board. It's, it's probably great. my straw, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. Now, Byrne, I also notice you're ordering a second margarita. I, mean, I think it's a great idea. That's why I'm being a little bit quiet, I have to say. Yes, yeah, sipping your <laughs> cocktail. But you know what? That That's going to actually help UNICEF. 
Oh. Yes. So from my understanding, Rosie, a dollar is given from every drank. Dr- How many of you had Nabbin? <laughs> every yes. drink bought. Yes. All those drinks you've had. Um, they're Millions actually saving the children as part of this. Uh, it's an amazing initiative. So basically I've it's all through the islands. A better reason to drink. It's brilliant. Mm. Who needs a better reason? Exactly. All around Papua New Guinea, it's it's a new invention of baby bracelets that are being uh, supported with this initiative, alerting parents of newborn babies if their temperature drops. Um, so it's yeah, it's a pretty incredible incentive. Well, get me don't get like clear this up for me, guys. Mm. But a lot of cruise lines actually give donations to a whole bunch of different foundations. Am I correct? If yeah. they buy certain oh, things yeah. or yep. if they buy their cruise, like yep, Royal Caribbean pledges some money to saving some turtles as well in Mexico. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no, pretty you... awesome, yeah. Pretty awesome things yep. that the cruise lines. But are I, doing. I think that's. So many passengers want to know that their cruise lines are doing something. Mm. And that's one of the things that people ask when they book now. It's Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's, many, many of those passengers are actually taking part in volunteerism and operations that help mm. uh, clean up the seashores. It's just amazing. Yeah. I think uh, it's brilliant. We, we did a story very recently about a, um, a, a boat trip in Amsterdam where they're actually taking plastic bottles out of the canals. And that is your shore excursion. But it's, <laughs> there's a waiting list. Can oh. you believe that? What will they think of next? <laughs> oh, so now, guys, we're still on Le Futur. Yeah, um, sorry. Is anyone hungry? I am. Oh, yes. Yeah, thought you'd say that. So we're going to head to the seafood restaurant for lunch today. Um, mm. We're going to be dining on sustainably sourced lobster. Oh, delicious. Which is caught under the closely monitored World Wildlife Fund's Ocean Conservation Program. Mm. I think that that makes the lobster taste better when you know 100%. that you're doing something good for the oceans. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And is that Thermador or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that flat white that you're um, ordering there, Peter, that's also sourced under this wonderful program. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. It tastes delicious, by the I way. bet. Oh, look, we've arrived in Vanuatu. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Jeez, I must say this ship is very fast. I know. You never know where we're going to be next. But um, when we're jumping off the ship today, I noticed, Burn, that you've chosen a pretty cool onshore experience, I should yes. say. Yes. So part of what um, P&O have with, uh, with some of the communities in the South Pacific is a Tree of Life tour. And so basically you get to find out 165 different uses of coconut. From the local 65. Who is would have actually all? thought? Uh, okay, Wow. Burn. One to one six five. Let's hear them. <laughs> Only kidding. That's just not fair. <laughs> well, Peter, you've already demonstrated one wonderful use for it because you look lovely in that grass skirt and, and coconut shell bra. I, I'm so glad you noticed, Rose. I, I think I'm wearing Hard it not home. To. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I think I am blinded, but you know. <laughs> and Burn, you smell divine. What is that? So my 163rd use of coconut is actually <laughs> my coconut scrub. Oh, what a great scrub. That's gorgeous. Um, But, hey, guys, did you notice that things were really quiet on board the ship while everyone was off doing their shore excursions? Yeah. You did. That's because we were actually plugged in to our shoreside electricity system while we were moored and we turned all of our engines off. Pretty cool, huh? So it means that basically the engines don't run at all. This is le futur. (laughs) I know. Uh, yeah, so so cool. It's great. It's great. Now, Burn, you're starting to attract a few flies hey. <laughs> with that coconut scrub. I thought it might so. have been me, but I didn't want to point it out. Um, 
I would like to suggest you go and have a shower. Um, <laughs> but there's also a really good reason for it. I want to point out our advanced wastewater treatment system. Oh, lovely. Yeah, this is one of our new initiatives where we're cleaning our grey water. I think that's pretty cool. So that basically means that all of my shower water, my toothbrush water mm. will mm-hmm. basically be reused yeah. and cleaned within the ship. Yes, even your soap. That's amazing. Because I know that you guys really insist on using the all-natural biodegradable soap that we use on board ships nowadays. Yeah. Yes. So there's a great partner that we have with with a bunch of the ships around, particularly in the South Pacific, called Soap Aid. And we're recycling tons of discarded soap bars. I should point out they're fresh ones. No one wants a (laughs) recycled soap bar. Mm. Um, And we're donating them to disadvantaged communities right across the globe. It's pretty cool. So basically all of my little discards of soap are then mm. repackaged into like another soap bar and then given to somebody else. No, that would be quite gross actually, Burn. No. <laughs> um, in this but case, actually, yes. it's the soap that isn't getting used. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So just want to clear that up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Peter, um, are you hopping from one foot to the other? Yes. Yeah, I noticed you've ne- you need to pee. It was those margaritas, right? Thank you so much for okay. pointing that out. So, yes. so I do want to also point out that um, that we've got some really good stuff happening with our waste program, not just the grey water, um, but this is, yeah, this is all part of the program as well where we're recycling our um, purification system and we're turning your waste into our energy. That might be a little too much information. No, it's, it? it's flash and it's part of le futur. Of course. It's a new <laughs> method using high-pressure water and heat what will they think of next sounds very painful i know it's incredible Mm. it's incredible oh hey burn what a gorgeous necklace you're wearing oh thanks rosie (laughs) where's that from well i wanted to keep it a secret but (laughs) so when i was in cambodia i actually went to go visit a woman who's working in partnership with landmine design Basically, it's kind of like a social enterprise where the women learn how to make all these different types of beads and create them into a necklace. And then they sell it, obviously, to different tourists. But the nice thing about it is, is that it teaches you about the Cambodian culture and what these women are doing, but it also gives back to them. So amazing initiative, but you can't have my necklace. Oh, but I, I want it's such a one of a kind. That's oh, it's beautiful. Give, go buy another. Yeah. Now, hey, Ben, you did mention earlier um, about Mexico and um, and and some of the shore excursions there. I know, Peter, you've put your hand up to go and rescue. Turtles. Yeah, I love those turtles. Sea turtles. That's another beautiful initiative. Very sustainable of you. Uh, um, Burn, you've got plans for when you're in Alaska. So I'm going to go cuddle some huskies now. Oh. Don't be jealous. Guys, I mean, Peter, I don't know what a hugging a turtle would be like, <laughs> but you can report back to us later. It's smelly. No, so yeah. Princess, Princess Cruises actually have this wonderful initiative where if you go and send your kids off with some wildlife rangers, they get to learn about the Alaskan environment, the wildlife, the ecosystem, and, of course, cuddle some huskies. Oh, so I'm definitely divine. joining the kids. So Sounds have lovely. fun with the sea turtles, Peter. Absolutely. <laughs> But do you know what, actually, when we're down in New Zealand, um, which is only around the corner, um, volunteerism. These are the new adventures where you can plant some trees in Dunedin. And um, Peter and Bernard have put your names down for that because the trees then become shelter for the yellow-eyed penguins. The yellow-eyed penguins. Yes, and you get to name a penguin after yourself. I'll name one after you, Rosie. Oh, thanks, hon. (laughs) (laughs) Little Rosie. Little Rosie. Yes. Peter, did you do something special with your documents before? Before you boarded the ship today. I most certainly did. And thank you very much for asking, Rose. I've just found out that 
There is a tree planted in my name under the One Tree Aww. Planted Partnership in Ecuador mm. because, of course, I used digital documents. Oh, I'm very impressed. Very proud of you. And so am I. Uh, look, I just want to congratulate everyone for their efforts on board Le Futur today. It's been a very sustainable day on board the ship of Le Futur. Um, with that in mind, I think it might be time that we raised our virtual anchor. Yes, that's actually the final pièce de résistance. Um, it's a new technology that's maintained our position in the water without disturbing the marine life or causing any damage to the ocean floor and that fragile reef environment below us. So we're going to raise our virtual anchor and sail off into the sunset, perhaps burn with another margarita for charity. Of or course. even two. Of course. Or, or two, indeed. Well, speaking of new technology as well, a lot of ships these days tend to have science laboratories on board. And, Peter, you're talking to Damien from Hurdy Gruten, actually, who has a science laboratory on board his ships. Yes, now, this is a very, very special ship. And we'll be talking to the man who's running it, uh, Damien Perry, um, right now, actually. Damien is the Managing Director of Hurdy Gruten Asia Pacific, and he's with us today. Hey, Damien, it's Peter Lynch from Cruise Passenger with the crew. Hey, Damien. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Tell us what makes this ship so special. Oh, look, there's, there's quite a few elements on this ship. I, I think it's, um, it's difficult to pinpoint one thing. Firstly, look, it is, it is a premium expedition ship, so the comfort is there. So if we're, if we're traveling into the, uh, or cruising into the Arctic or Antarctica, it has all the safety features, all the premium elements um, that any premium ship brings to the table. Um, it's very, very, very comfortable. But um, I think what's really engaging people is the uniqueness of this, uh, the power source behind this ship. Yep. It's a hybrid, it's the world's first hybrid-powered ship. Um, it's, it's quite incredible, the technology that we've invested into this ship. So basically, the easiest way to describe this, the easiest way for people to understand the ship is to think of a Toyota Prius. Mm, you have an right. engine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You, have an, you have an engine, and the engine charges the batteries, and the batteries support the engine. And it shaves off the, the peak power. So you're so basically you actually lower your emissions. You um, can use the battery power for in and out of port to lower emissions in port areas, which is incredibly important because ports can obviously get clogged from all the, the uh, waste from ships. Mm. Um, you can actually use it for peak shaving. So you actually lower your emissions when you're actually um, cruising along in the open ocean. So you actually, t- rather than kicking in another generator or another engine, you can actually use the battery power. Um, and you can also use it in areas where you're heading into sort of some pristine environment. So mm, you can actually go really... to battery power. Damien, it's Rosie here. I'm going to um, jump in and just ask you, do you think that there will be a day when we see ships that are completely battery powered for an entire day out on the ocean? Um, do we want to see that day? Yes, we, we. Well, will there be that day? Yes, it has to be that day. Mm. Um, you know, we we actually sit around our office and we talk about things like, you no, know, Tesla. Tesla wasn't around in its current format ten years ago, mm. or fifteen years ago. So, so it can't be it can't be too far away. And and we have a, we have a big, hairy, audacious goal, and that is that is zero emission cruising. Yeah. How can we develop our ships and innovate so much? That we actually create zero emission cruising, which would be the ultimate scenario in the pristine waters that we travel. So is fingers it, crossed, yes. Is it true that the uh, ship can go on fish fuel? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's actually not this particular ship. This one is actually a battery-powered hybrid ship. Okay. But what we're doing with other ships in our fleet to lower their emissions, we're actually changing all the power sources in all of our ships. And that, that particular one you're talking about, we're doing that to seven, hours, seven of our ships. 
And that is actually LNG, which is the, lo- the lowest emission fuel you can access, yep. plus biogas. And what we've done is we've done a partnership with a manufacturer in Norway who's actually taking agricultural waste, mostly fisheries waste, and even and even sort of logging waste and other industrial waste, and they're creating a biogas. Wow. And, so th- and that biogas is then blended with LNG, so it radically reduces our emissions again. Um, and those ships, not only are they running on a biogas, which is from fish waste, dead fish waste, it's also they've actually got battery power on them as well. Okay, and, that's and, amazing. And... and and shore power battery. So when you come into when you come into port, they plug it in at port. So it goes to battery emissions again. So no emissions while you're in port. That's fantastic. So that, that, yeah, so layers and layers of this. It's really exciting, to be honest. Absolutely. But sustainability is not just about emissions. You've got labs on board, I believe, for marine research. How important is spreading the knowledge about our sensitive areas around the planet? Uh, look, we, we actually think it's critical, to be honest. We... We want people to come back from our experiences or to be engaged with us as champions for, for the ocean, champions for the environment to see what's happening. So so we actually have science centres on our ships with um, scientists, um, geologists, glaciologists, other other ologists, as many, <laughs> as, many, as many smart people as we can possibly fit. We throw them on our ship and we actually engage with our travellers and it becomes the heart of the experience. It's quite amazing, these science centres. People hang around all the time and they, they engage in that area and they're asking questions. We've got labs, we've got experiments happening. But beyond that science centre, we've got a citizen science program, which is um, operated and constructed by our head scientist at Hurdy Gruden. And then we, um, we also do a lot of um, data capture. So, for example, as we're sailing around the world, we capture, capture water samples and we send that data back to universities in Norway so they can do assessments and, ma- and monitor microplastics in the ocean in certain areas and trends. So it's one we're doing it because we believe it's the right thing to do. Damien. But we also believe that travellers love it. They love the experience and they come away as champions. That's that's one of your points of difference, isn't it, really, with Herder Gruten? But um, can I ask you, Damien, uh, is the cruise line a kid-friendly, like a family-friendly? Because this is the sort of thing that could be really beneficial for, you know, kids who are going to be leading that charge in the future. Yes, yeah, indeed, it's a really good point. So, yeah, it is very, very family friendly. We do we do get a lot of families on board, um, and we run the Young Explorers program, which brings in um, science activities, um, educational activities that really focused around different ages of kids. So, Fantastic. it is actually mm. very, very suitable for families. Yes, mm. and we're told beach cleanups are among your most important shore excursions. Well, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of an unofficial shore excursion. What actually happens is that. We actually were travelling around. We'll, we'll hear on the grapevine that it's the beach that's either had a, a net washed up, a fishing net, which is a big waste in the ocean, mm. or there's mm. some plastics or some issues. And if we're, we're, we're around that area, we actually just invite guests to come along and do a beach, beach cleanup. But it's the most oversubscribed activity. <laughs> people, people flock to it. It's amazing. We say, like, oh, we're going to do a beach cleanup today, and people are knocking down the door to get onto these beach cleanups. Oh, bless and they'll spend, yeah. It just goes to show hours. how, yeah, people are so keen yeah. to actually do their yeah. bit now. And is it right, it's amazing. And it's right your ships still deliver post and, uh, and actually act as ferries. Is that right? Oh, well, they actually, what they do is, the, the history of Hurdy Gruden is the postal service, which was the coastal journey from Kirkenes, uh, sorry, from Bergen to Kirkenes and return. That was the history of the business. And today we still do a 
range of experience up the coast. We're basically, yes, we are a service to those small communities. A real cruise with purpose. Without, without question, we're, we're still a lifeline for many of the really small communities on the coast of Norway. Damien, thank you very much indeed. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, anytime at all. Great talking to you. Thanks, thanks Damien. Thanks again. Damien. So what can you do to help? Well, we all want to do the right thing, right? Yeah. One of my tips is to get a reusable canteen and choose like metal containers or BPA plastic free for your reusable canteen and fill up at the gym or the dining room. Oh, they've got the water Mm. fountains there. Easy to fill up. Because it also means that you reduce even the plastic bottles or water cartons. So it makes such a massive difference. And also look for all natural biodegradable soaps and shampoos. So what Carnival does now is donate your unused soap, like you were saying before, Rosie, to, mm. to be remade into bars for poorer communities. Do you see that they've said unused there, Ben? Um, <laughs> just just want to reinforce. Yeah, yeah. Not, well, I mean, not if, the froth and bubbles. If I really wanted to be environmentally friendly, Rosie, you could pass me on your bars of soap. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm also not going to use wet wipes that clog drains and toilets. Yeah. That's my personal mm. pledge. Um, and I'm going to be using things like microfiber towelettes and they, they're they a lot smaller and take up less room. Mm. Um, you can reuse your bath towels in your cabin, hang Please. them back up. Don't just use them once and leave them on the floor like Absolutely. a lot of people do. That That's my pet hate. A hundred percent. Yeah, reuse them. Peter, what are you going to do? Oh, look, I'm going to make sure my shore excursions are sustainable. Try and buy sustainable souvenirs, for instance, that mm. help local mm. communities. Like my Cambodian necklace. Yes, And don't forget, obvious as it seems, the air conditioning in your cabin. Mm. Don't leave a plastic card in the switch. I know one or two of us have done that. Mm. So your cabin cabin power is running while you're out. Yeah, absolutely. And make sure your food is sourced locally and ethically so it hasn't been flown halfway around the world. Mm -mm. If there's no ethical options, please ask why. Yeah, I think it's important to just speak up. Every passenger should should be doing that. Yeah, and I mean, if there are more options, then if there are more people talking about it, then there will definitely be more options in the future. Absolutely right, Bern, that's it. Well, guys, I think that that's pretty much it for On Board this week. Oh, we were just getting started. I know, I've been having fun. (laughs) Well, I do urge all of our listeners to read our sustainability magazine, which has been produced with Cruise Lines International Association. Um, And you can check that out at cruisepassenger.com.au forward slash new wave. But from all of us at Cruise Passenger, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to our online newsletter weekly and support our magazine. But if you also want to find some great tips, deals, reviews, anything, then visit cruisepassenger.com.au and be sure to enter our amazing competition. Oh, that competition. You'd be mad not to enter that (laughs) one. And of course, tune in next time to On Board with Cruise Passenger.